Today is Sunday, July 21st, and the Yankees just won another series. They took two out of three from the Colorado Rockies. This is your number two sports podcast, and let's talk Yanks. What is up, everybody? Thank you very much for clicking play, hanging out with us today to recap this three-game set. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my best friend and co-host coming to you from... The airport lounge at, where are you, JFK? LaGuardia? Bradley International, baby. Brad, uh, Bradley International. Jake, how you doing? You are uh, in a crowd of people. Up in Windsor Locks. Yeah, so we, we've got a fun, fun Jakey situation going on here. Planning this out weeks ago, there's a lot to juggle. We record a lot of stuff now, as a lot of people are finding out, um, including two top five sports podcasts. And I mean, that's whatever. But so I was trying to juggle things and I was like, how am I going to get back to Denver at any point? Because we do John Boy Jake radio in the mornings when you're talking baseball. So I was like, okay, I got to get back Sunday night. How are we going to record Talking Yanks? And I was like, my only bet, there's like an 8, 8, 8 p.m. flight connecting through Baltimore to Denver. And I was like, after the Yankees game, I'll be able to go to the airport, record from there. Because otherwise I would have missed my flight if I was recording from home. So I was like, all right, how am I going to do this? So there's a new... and. Just like that, there's a new lounge open in Bradley International Airport that's called the Escape. So at first, I thought it was like an escape room thing, which I was like, that's kind of a cool way to kill time at the airport. And then my mom was like, no, you're an idiot. It's, it's like a work getaway place. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. But it's so new that uh, it's popular. <laughs> so A lot I'm, of people uh, around. I can see people around you. So when you start burning, it's going to be wild. Yeah, I'm either going to make a lot of friends or a lot of enemies by the end of this. Enemies, for sure. But, um, I, I mean, worst case, you know, I'll, I'll flex on them a little bit. I'll just show them that number two. So, whatever. Yeah. Well, thank you to everyone that's been checking out the podcast. Any new listeners, which I'm guessing we have quite a few, we appreciate it. Uh, that's I never would have thought it was possible for this to go up in the rankings, and I mean... I mean, all honesty, they're probably going to go back to normal in a couple days. But even just to get the one or two day influx is so nuts on this show and talking baseball. If you have no idea what we're talking about, talking Yanks climbed all the way up to the, the second spot in all of sports podcasts. So we're super thankful. My jaw kind of dropped. I couldn't really believe it as it went. I like posted a big thing when we got to 14 because I thought that was going to be the moment. <laughs> yeah. And then it just kept fucking going. I told you before this, I was like, yeah, we should we should keep an eye out. And I was thinking, you know, maybe maybe if we could get into the top 50 or something like that, like that'd be badass. We could show people and be like, yo, look, we're coming. And then it's like, oh, my God, what's happening? So you're right. We uh we kind of became the people that you normally look at and you're like, what? I don't like that. What are you doing? But we were generally like very excited and very proud which are two emotions that I'm not used to. So we just kind of kept rolling with it. So uh, thank you. Awesome. Everything. Uh, well, I just the company that it's around are places that spend a lot of money to top charts. It's like ESPN, the ringer barstool. 
And then there's two from John Boy Media, which is me and me in my office and you at the airport. <laughs> yeah, cur- currently at the escape lounge. So, hey, hello, everyone. Hello, uh, new friends. That's wild. Uh, Jake, we do have a ton of sponsors for this episode. I, I think I'm just going to let you rip it, man. I, okay. I don't think we can do full jokes because we got a lot. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we have a ton well, of new sponsors. I'm going to be saying thank you a lot. I'm, I'm kind of in, I'm in, I'm in a happy place. Odd. All right, here we go. Here are our sponsors of today's episode of Talking Yanks. Sarah May, M-A-E, always love that spelling of May. Evan Hutch, Ev Hutch, he's been around before. Kyle Peralt, Francis Higgins. Is that JP? Is JP's real name Francis? It's got to be a JP relative. Common last name. Maria Silver, John Tapp, Dominic Ricci, Joseph Shanina. That's awesome. Shanina, Shanina, sounds like a song. Ben Packer, Ben Packer, Sean Riley, Nick Brown, Maxwell Kleber, Max Kleber, Jeremy Marsh, Lisa Salerno, Lisa Salerno, Lisa D. Marino, Lisa D. Marino, probably something she doesn't ever get. Andy, because two different names, Andy Asteroids. Yeah, that's that's the one jumping out right now. Can't be a real last name. Can't be. Uh, if it is kind of cool. If if not, why why is that your identity? I'd like to know. Andy Asteroids. Maybe maybe crash lands into your party and just fucking blows the place up. Totally not. Sean Twomey. That's a tough one. Josh Rose. That's an easy one. Alexis Rivera. I feel like we've met Alexis before. I'm not sure. Josh Fernandez. Zach Reef. Timothy DiMartino. Timothy DiMartino. DC White. Robert Special. Special and Frank. Speciale. Yeah, Frank at the end. All right, those are our most recent. Pretty strong. Yeah. Frank really held down the line there. The anchor. Solid ending. Like, no offense to Robert Special, but you go Robert Special and Frank. And that's the period. That's yeah, great. Right. Anyway, those you are most you recent. don't need to know my last name. All right, talking yanks, guys. <laughs> those are my mo- those are our most, most recent Patreon subscribers. It's two dollars a month. Supports everything we do here. You get live access, video access. You can be in the chat with us. Joseph Shanina is in the chat. Says I pronounced his name right. So go me. I'm the best ever. Uh, we get two jerseys get given away each month. I just did the June giveaway. Uh, Alejandro won it, and we have a contest currently going. If you release, if you comment under episode three hundred four on Patreon. Three players you think are going to be off the team come August 1st, and three players you think are going to be on the team come August 1st. Whoever has the most correct out of the six uh, wins. So that's it. Yeah. So, and, uh, Patreon. Go, go check out the Patreon. Patreon slash Talking Yanks. Couple jerseys. We do some fun stuff on there. Two bucks, and it, it, it helps us. Every little bit helps us, so yeah. thank you. All right, Jake. We don't really have any um, injury or roster news this series. It's kind of a nice, easy weekend of just baseball. Um, I mean, Sevy and Batances are throwing. I don't think there's any news on Stanton. If there is, I missed it. Uh, there, there was kind of an update that there was no update. He's not. Yeah. He's not doing any baseball activities. Which, but uh, we knew that I, they were going to shut him down to August. Yeah. So, yeah, that, so, so it's nothing like new or a setback or anything. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, people thought he might start doing activities before August, but uh, he's not. Okay. Um, yeah, weird. I don't know. 
I don't think I don't think oh, I'm worried about that. I didn't expect him to be doing activities. There's a there's one update. Cameron Maben's going to start rehabbing. Old friend. Yeah, and Talkman's getting ready to fight him. Yeah, and he uh, he he came out swinging literally and figuratively against his old team, Mikey T Show, this weekend. We will get into it. All right. So if you're brand new, we're going to recap the games that were, and Jake's going to burn them so you can get a little reminder of what happens. Jake, are you ready? Game oh, one. Oh yeah, gonna, gonna time to make some friends, baby. I hope you don't get asked to leave. Remember that time you, you got asked to leave in the middle of a show once? Where'd I get asked? To, oh my god. Well, that was that was John Boy Jake Radio, and that was that was uh, uh, the most ridiculous situation. That was someone basically kicking me out of my own home. I couldn't believe that, and I still can't apparently. Yeah. All right, here we go. On we your go. mark, get set, burn. Game one, what has happened to these Rockies as Jay takes the mound versus the struggling Kyle Freeland and the rest of the men in purple? Rockies strike first as Ryan Vince McMahon undertakes half yard. It'd be 2 nothing Rocks after two. Base is hucked. Show me your bird. E-squared takes the parrot for a grand walk. It's 4 to 2 Yanks. Happer got through five innings pitch. Two earned run, eight Ks. We'll take that for now. Meanwhile, La Machina, the machine, reminds his old team of fond memories with the Geico RBIs in the fourth and the sixth. And then the Yankees rely on their rock. The judge with a court order, three-run Yabo. Hap to Vino to the tarp for three. Yanks win game one, 8-2 final. Wow. Wow. You know, so exciting. Someone dropped some plates behind you. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know if I caused that. I think I you, might, br- you brought the house down. I don't think I did, but somebody, yeah, someone's having a bad time now, but I'm still having a good time. Okay. Game one. I mean, so the, the Tampa series was so exciting. There's so much drama. Um, I was worried that, like, you know, if we lose game one, like, oh, is this a letdown? Is this a less than emotion? Because the Tampa, every Tampa game has been intense. That's what CC says in R2C2. It's like, there's intense games, man. Like, emotions are running wild. So the Rockies come in, who are a sad factory right now, and they bring, like, nothing to the table. They do pop two early runs, but I don't think anyone was ever worried or scared about that. Um, maybe just about Hap. But then, I mean... Edwin in the third inning single by DJ walk by we walk judge walk Gary. Now you got to face red hot Edwin Encarnacion grand slam. Can't stop. Won't stop. And from there it's over, right? Like I, yeah. I had no doubt the Rockies were going to come back and make this a game. And then, and then judge or um, DJ throws another one judge later on. The biggest surprise for me is that uh, Tarpley went three innings. Yeah, man, and he looked incredible. His his slider was there. He looked like that uh, that closer Tarpley we saw briefly in that Indians game. He had to close out because we had no other bodies. Um, I mean, three innings from the tarp, it's kind of unbelievable. So, uh, um, yeah, man, and, and you're right. I think the way you phrased that was good with the, your only fear early was Hap. Um but he kind of gave us the start he's been giving us recently. His last three starts, 5.1, one earn run, 5.1, two earn run, 5.0, two earn run. So um, he, he's using a lot of pitches to get through those five innings. But at the same time, uh, I, I think we asked that from Hap with six innings. But from where he was a couple weeks ago, we'll, we'll take this for now. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this performance from Hap. Yeah. Not really expecting much. As long as he doesn't blow games for us, he's fine. I I don't need him to be anything more than 
hey, just get us five or six and don't blow games. And I wish I could expect more, but because of the bad first half, I can't. I've doled my expectations, and it's like, just just don't lose the game. Don't be the reason we lose. Yeah, and the... the you don't have I mean, to be the, the reason we win anymore, Hap. Like, you've taken that out of my plans for you because you were so poor in the first half. Right. Just just kind of give us our 160 innings and, and let's do it. And that's... Jimmy, he's kind of been doing that. I mean, since, since the first three starts of the year, so taking those out, 16 games started. Um, I mean, he's he's been... Four three one ERA. So I mean, it, it's not great, but I mean, he's only had two games where he's really taken us out of it. He had a start against Baltimore in May, where he gave up a six spot, and then he got blown up by Houston. He gave up an eight spot. Every every game besides that has been four runs or less, um, and only two of those are four runs. So he's actually kind of been J Hap. You'd you'd like to see a little more distance, but um, he he's been he's been all right. <laughs> Yeah, nothing, nothing. Don't get excited, but he's been all right. Nothing to write home about. Imagine if people were writing home about Hap yeah. or baseball and players I, in general. It'd be odd. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, and I, I think the what was the stat that was leaking out about Hap this week? And the Yankees are 13-6 uh, and six in his starts this season. So, I, I mean, you can't just measure anything like that because uh, if you're getting rocked and the Yanks are just putting up big runs. But, I don't know, Hap, Hap going Hap. He does have a better ERA in the second half in his career, but his career is so long that almost like you can't really put that much stock. Like I'm going to look at the last couple years. Last year, his second half was a million times better than his first half. We were the beneficiaries of that. In 2017, his second half was... I'm dragging this out because the page won't load... 2000 it was uh jake i'm there the same okay. exact thing so okay yeah so maybe second half half is a thing which would be great because i mean we saw it in person last year the seven and oh what was it two two six nine era nice um so yeah hey that would i'm I, I like that let's look forward to that let's look forward to that the biggest news out of this game one was that it was the rockies east versus the rockies west and the rockies east yeah. put on a display it was Ottavino came in and struck out three guys uh, DJ yep. LeMay, who did his thing, but Mikey Two. Talkman, it was the Talkman show. This was the talk show. He had uh, two, three hits, three hits and four at bats. One was a hustle double that he blooped yep. in and hustled. He had an outfield assist and a stolen base against the team that traded him and never gave him a true shot in the pros. Mike Talkman's first game against his full team, he put on a five tool performance. <laughs> yeah. Um, good for him. Yeah. Incredible. That's, that had to be that like we, we, we make jokes on here. That's a hot take for all our new listeners, but genuinely that must've been a great feeling for Mike Talkman. <laughs> yeah. I was looking last year. He played uh 21 games for the Rockies. He had three hits, the old uh, Tyler Wade try. Oh, nine, four batting average. Hey, so there's some hope for Tyler Wade this episode too. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. On his next team. I don't know. The talk show's the real deal. Judge also had an outfield assist, which was so cool because teams have stopped running on Judge. Like, there's yeah. like when was it? What was the last team? Was it Toronto? There's some, some team uh, that did a recent. Rays and then Toronto. And I was like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. And since, since the last one, there was a hard stop. And then was it Ionetta? Ionetta? I forget who it was. But he didn't. It was Arenado. It was Arenado. He didn't go first to third. But he yeah. took too big of a lead, and Judge was like, well, I'll just get you there. 
It's uh, I I mean it's as Yankee fans we should be more used to it, but you're kind of not. Um, because yeah, it's almost like Judge Judge has to manufacture it now because teams know not to, and he's still doing it, which is which is pretty awesome because that's normally kind of the rules of baseball. Like Aaron Hicks, we saw kind of the first guy run on him in a while. Um, in, in the final game today, but like people just don't do it. And like we haven't really seen a great Hicksy outfield assist in a while. Yeah. And lineup wise, pinch hitting wise, even um, bullpen wise, like I got no qualms. If Tarp can give you three, use Tarp for three in an eight to two game. And I, I think that's what, that's what was funny because I mean, we saw it today. We got a couple guys work in a blowout where if you're the Rockies who are going through this brutal stretch right now, you see Ottavino and Chapman come in and throwing bullets just to get loose like that's a slap in the face after they've been on they had a double header from hell they're on a travel schedule from hell my uh my rocks are in a tough spot right now and just i think i think just to see us throwing those guys on the last day was like come on man i thought we were gonna get some easy easy stuff like instead of being rewarded by having a big lead they got punished they had to face out and chapman that was a, and Paulio was great on that call because the inning before, Ruko was like, hey, Paul, is it, is it tough getting yourself up for some of these at bats? Like the game's kind of out of hand and it's a hot day. And Paul was like, honestly, not really. You know, you're, you're still at work. You're still doing your approach and all that. And then the next inning, Chapman came in for the Rockies and he goes, these are the at bats you hate. <laughs> it's true. That's true. All right. You ready for, for game two? Let's do it. Ready for the burn of game two. Yankees take game, Yankee take game one. We got Tank. We got Tank. We got the heat, Jake. The heat mm. was turned up. People, Hot, Was it the hottest day ever? Hot, according to people's reactions, this was the hottest day in recorded history. You and I, you and I were, we were driving back. Up through New York Friday, and we heard Francesa's intro, and we both started losing it because he was like, "People are saying the world's gonna end, huh? <laughs> Do people forget it gets hot? In New York? I don't know. They canceled the horse race. And you're just like, wow. All right, all right, Mikey. Well, I had someone like I had people DM me like, "Do you think they're gonna cancel the game because it's too hot?" And I was like, "That's never happened ever before in New York. I don't think." And then someone called into Francesa and asked the same question. He gave him the same response, like, "That's not a thing." But it was yeah, very hot. Yeah, we're not going to do that only because that's never happened. Yeah, it was very hot, though. Did someone just sit down right next to you at this airport while you're about to burn? So we, uh, my my friend here who gave me a beer earlier, he's, he's refilling the cookie bar, and I might get one in a second. So I'm a little excited, but we're, we're being friendly. Your call. Are you able to burn? Oh, I'm always able to burn. Baby. All right, here we go. Game two on your mark. Get set. Burn. Jimmy, game two, Masahiro Tanaka versus Antonio Santatella. That's kind of a good Paisan name. As the two teams head in opposite directions, and they would continue in that direction, Jim. The judge begins the proceedings with an RBI double in the first. Then the Yanks would score eight more runs in the second and the fourth. Glaber RBI single. NL team, so they didn't even know, Jim. Romine RBI single. Hixie, LOL, same RBI single. The pinstripe parrot drives in two on a double. Didi RBI single followed by Glaber again. Stop the fight, Jim. Yanks up 9-0. Rocks would put a couple runs up, but so would the Yanks. Tank's line doesn't look that good, but the Rockies team looks rougher. Tank to Canely to Hale, Jim. Yanks win this one 11-5 final. 11-5 final. 
You just said the pitchers were Canely to Hale, two X Rockies, correct? Yeah. DJ LeMahieu, three hits. Mike Tockman comes in, RBI, scores a run. It's the Rockies East. You, I mean, had, you had Ottavino the game before. You have Canely and Hale this game. I I tweeted out the night before, and I uh, I I not to toot my own horn. I've I've appeared on a Rockies podcast. I live in Denver currently. I I wouldn't say I have clout on Rockies Twitter, but there's a couple people that know me. I tweeted out on Friday night. I was like, "Is this the lowest moment in Rockies history?" We we went from in the wild card and like a a, a dangerous team. Like you don't want to play the Rockies. They have a, so many good players: Arenado, Blackman, Story. I mean, you go around the horn, they've got a lot of dudes. That David Dahl was an all-star. Um, and then two weeks later, they go 2-14, and 14, or 2-12 and 12 in 14 games, and now they're bottom feeders in the NL West. Jimmy, I was wrong, because Saturday was the lowest moment in Rockies history. Um, because They played oh my, bad baseball. Yeah, you just you saw their soul leave their bodies. Like it, you, you were all over the outfielders. What was going on there, Jim? The outfield it was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen. Someone, the, the, or Paul O'Neill was saying on the broadcast that in, in Coors Field, and Ottavino said this on uh, Susan Woman that the outfielders play so deep because anything over their head turns into a triple that a lot of bloops turn into singles is what Ottavino said. He's like, right. so you kind of just can't pitch to contact if you're pitching in course. And then they were playing so deep and taking the worst routes. Romine's ball is caught so all the time. And then... Who hit the ball that in left center that dropped in where like they made like a running diving catch? I can't remember who hit that one. I think it might have been Glaber in the sixth inning. But it was bizarre. It was like those are why are those falling in front of you? I'd never seen a ball at the warning track fall in front of someone. And then someone said maybe they're just used to the Colorado air. So when Romine hit that, because he played it as if it was going to bounce off the wall or be a home run. Right. And then had to revert. So it was like maybe that Colorado air, they just thought that was a homer. I don't know. The, out, the, the Rockies outfield was terrible. Some Rockies reached into my Twitter and said, like, it's bad at course, too. Yeah, I mean that's um I I know Charlie Blackman I I know he he's been like removed from center fielder because he was like one of the worst metric like defensive players ever last year. Um, yeah, I I don't think any of those guys. I mean, Ian Desmond, who uh, I was almost said, bless his heart. Who am I? Ian Desmond is so much cooler than me in the realm of life. Um, Ian Desmond, I mean, he's playing center field, Jim. This this guy came up as a shortstop many moons ago and like was was never like. I don't know, known as like a super athlete or a speed guy. He's kind of their go-to center fielder. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the Rockies' defense, uh, um, when, when they throw Tappy out there, he's, he's pretty impressive sometimes. But uh, outside of him, I think their outfield defense, uh, no bueno. It made it seem like Yankee Stadium was huge. Right. Short porch. Short porch. Um, Romine got a stolen base, Jake. I don't know if that if anyone maybe you're driving maybe you're at work and you know something just happened and you were like really firing away at Excel so I'm going to say it again for anyone Romine yeah. stole a base not a delayed steal not uh the back end of a double steal Romine just took off and stole the base they didn't cover second cuz they didn't think Romine was going to steal which I guess he knew that 
Roman stole base off the Rockies. I mean, that puts them on hide the knives watch. Two, two, two and 13 in your last 15. You went from wild card contender to so bad. And now Romine steals a base on you. I mean, yeah, the Yankees Jimmy, clubhouse, they switched out all the knives to, to Sporks. Right. We talked about that on the pregame show today, which a lot of you have been tuning into. If you haven't, go check it out. Um, Jim, that was the definition of the varsity team playing the freshman team and, like, the varsity catcher, like, the, the big meat catcher that can barely move. Like, he steals a base on the freshman pitcher and catcher in the scrimmage game. Um, I mean, that's what that was. Um, that was like so, when I used to play, uh, when I would like run the bases, when I coached my brother's 12 year old team and, uh, I was proven that like they weren't paying attention. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, you're not watching me. You got to watch the runners. That's what I was. Roman was teaching them a lesson. So that's kind of nice. Thank you, Austin. That was nice of him. It was nice of him. David Hailstorm comes in. He's pretty good. Tommy Canley comes in, throws a clean inning, ground out, strikeout. Ground out, strikeout, ground out. Tanaka was cruising, cruising, yeah. and then gets into the sixth inning of a 9 nothing game and just absolutely loses it. Good for the Rockies for putting up some fight, but it was like a bad inning. Ground out, single, double, walk, home run, double, single, ground out. Five runs. Terrible inning that ruins his day and his line because he looked fantastic when it mattered. And then when it didn't matter anymore and they're up 9 nothing, I don't know if he lost his edge. I don't know if the Rockies just had better swings. But uh, it ruins his final line, which is disappointing. Get a little, getting a little emotional over there. Uh, because this is now in like two months when people don't remember the actual game situation. It's going right. to be fodder for people that tell me Tanaka's bad. Right. No, you're, uh, you're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm messing with you because I know how much you love Tank. Um, and yeah, it sucks, but I mean, this is almost like the the old school, like you hear Wellesley talk about it or pet it, like, oh, well, you have a big lead, just throw strikes and get through the game. And yeah, you wonder if it was that or if it was them seeing Tanaka another time. Um, Jimmy, I have something that's going to crack you up. Um, so I, we, we, I, I mentioned my situation to start the show at the, at the escape room in the Bradley International Airport. Um, so I, I set up a little corner. Like, there wasn't many spots available. I found this little corner. I was like, this is going to be perfect. I'm, I'm about to kill it. I'm going to have the best podcast of my damn life. Double top five. I'm, I'm, I'm the king of the world. So, Jimmy, there was an area next to me that I wasn't sure what it was. I thought it was, like, an ice cream bar that ended or something because there was just, like, chocolate morsels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, this will be an okay spot to set up. Um, it turns out, as I, as I mentioned before the bar, that this is a cookie bar. So, and, and as I think I've mentioned on previous episodes, um, if I have one sweet, I just become unstoppable. Yep. Like I, I was given a bag of cookies last week because I was watering some neighbor's plants, ate the whole bag in like three hours, got violently sick, just no self-control. Um, I mean, this is now, it's. I, I think maybe someone in the lounge knew that. Are you trying to get us to believe? They're now tormenting me. Subconsciously, your body knew the cookie bar was right there. You're not just accidentally sitting there. Maybe not consciously. Right. You're like a magnet to sweets. I'm not going to rule that out. I'm okay. not going to rule that out. But I, I'm thinking, I think there might even be a TY fan here 
that Fighting knows about my that knows about my condition, and now they're coming at me. So yeah. Hey, some people were complaining about uh, Boone taking Judge out. This is a third time now he took Judge out, and then it becomes somewhat of a game after the fact. It was yeah. the hottest day in the history of recorded hotness. Talkman playing fine. You had any yeah. qualms with that? I mean, I mean zero. Jim literally, literally. Pe- we just said before people were talking about canceling the game because of heat, um, and this is a game we were up nine nothing in, folks. So like, get over it. And he did have a play at the plate in which he was out. Right. It was early though. So after the fifth inning. Jim, this is the the Luke Voigt lip game too. Oh wow! Yeah, we forgot all about that. Yeah, Luke Voigt takes a ninety-one mile per hour pitch to the lips. It did brush his shoulder off first, but still, I don't. So, so many people were saying that on Twitter, like it hit his shoulder first. Like, what do you think? Between shoulder and chin, it dropped twenty miles per oh, hour. Even cool. then, he took a seventy mile per hour pitch to the face. Like, what do you want? There's no way you can downplay that as not being something that's fucking wild. Skimmed, skimmed his shoulder. Who cares? Um, no, and I, I think Voight said it best. And I, Dude, that's I don't know so he... funny. Sorry, when okay. people say like it was just a changeup. It's like it was just an yeah. eighty mile per hour changeup. Buster Posey got hit with a Mark Reynolds curveball that was like seventy miles per hour, and Buster Posey was like, "That still hurts." Yeah, like go. I can throw fifty five. We've done right. this conversation. If I if I hit you with a fifty five mile per hour fastball, it would hurt you. It hurt really badly. Yeah. So okay. So ninety really ninety one to the face. For I, I think uh, I was gonna. I was saying before you rudely talked about hitting me with a baseball. I was saying that Luke Voigt, not normally known as a wordsmith of sorts, um, he, he summed it up best. He was like, dude, it, 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 he he felt that like Giancarlo Stanton fear for a minute because Giancarlo told the story when he got hit in the face, there was like so much shock and adrenaline that he just saw like chiclets start dropping out of his mouth. Voigt was like, that could have just happened to me. Like he he looked down and basically <laughs> was was worried he was going to spit out his teeth. Uh, so yeah, I mean, think about that for more than a second, people. But uh, he's okay, and he plays the next day. Savage. I guess you could say that's savage. I'm gonna be on um, Cespedes Family Barbecue. You know how they have a show? Yeah. So they invited me on tonight. Nice man. What's uh, what's their show called? It's on MLB Network, right? I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna be on that. I can't give you uh. I can't give you any any inside information, but they want me to list the top three most savage and the top three bottom savage hitters on the Yankees. Oh wow! Yeah, no spoilers. Tune in. Wow. Yes, kind you have of a, to say that you have to say the bottom three. Yeah, they want me to list the least savage people. That's tough, man. I don't know. I think you got to dance around that. I got. I know what I'm saying. I got. Okay. My, I got my answers. Okay. okay. And some of them are, I think, are I'm not. I don't, I'm not excited to say. I'll tell you that. I'll say it that way. Shouldn't be. Yeah, not excited to say. Shouldn't be. J Hap. Don't tell me what to say. Sorry. I have my answers. I'm just. I'm on the mound right now, and if I see J Hap, I think I got a chance. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I already have my answers. I sent in my answers so they can get some graphics. Proud of you. Okay. Jeez. Every day. Every day I am. Thank Every you. Every day I'm proud of you. Thank you. All right, let's burn game three. Let's burn game three. 
on your mark. Well, I wanted to say this. Okay. Luke Voigt gets hit in the face, so he comes out. Most teams, last year's team, takes a dive. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we'll just take our third baseman, who's a second baseman, and we'll put him at first base, and he'll play great, and then we'll take the guy off the bench, and he'll go to third, and he'll be great. The depth can't really be challenged. I mean, we, we end up there a decent amount, but yeah, man, it's it's unbelievable. And dude, I mean, even freaking Mikey T, you're the biggest Mike Talkman fan in the world now. Um, He's been a, like a good, like outside of his initial weeks, he's been like a good baseball player, which is nuts. Nuts. Let's go. Game three. Will the Yankees sweep the Rockies on your mark? Get set. Burn. Herman Marquez hoping to salvage anything for the Rockies versus the Big Maple. Hey, James Paxton looked like he had a little too much syrup this morning, Jim. Gives up his obligatory first run run to Charlie Blackman. Kind of like him. But DJ26 has another hit, Jim, over the right field wall. We are tied at ones. Not a problem until it's a problem. Paxton, man, the Rockies score six runs combined in the third and the fourth. Talkman. He tries to remind his old team what they missed out on, and this Hicks, this Hicks, unstoppable. As they both hit solo homers, but it wouldn't be enough, Jim. Uh, Paxton didn't have it today. Getaway day. Save the pen for the big road trip. 8-4 to four final. Bummer. Bummerosa. It was a bad recipe. We've talked about this on our Sharp Staffs episodes. The Yankees are bad on Sundays, especially when they already have the first, the series one. It's like a Bad weird on- stat. Bad on getaway day when they have the series one. We said it on the pregame show. I was like, I think this might be a stinker because Paxton doesn't pitch good when there's not anything when there's nothing on the line. And as much as you want to win every series and win every single game, they already won the series. They have the twins. They have the twins and the um, Red Sox coming up on a road trip. Those Preparing for those are more important than winning this game right here. Uh, that, that's not to say they don't try, but that's like seeps into the back of your head and you have to fight it. Like I think Chapman and whoever and Otto were pitching no matter what. And that's kind of the plan you went into with this game. This isn't an excuse. I wish that it just didn't happen, but I understand it. And Paxton's just so frustrating. Uh, being Like the void of emotion for a guy, Jake, who came over, he did R2C2. He said he thrives on emotion. He needs to be angry on the mound. Like these are his quotes. Then he said he wants to be ahead of the count or done with the at bat by the third pitch. And when he was saying this shit, I was like, yo, this is awesome. We got a fiery right. guy that's gonna attack batters. And now it just seems like that's what he tells himself. That's not what he does. And it uh, I mean the first inning thing. I is lost brutal. your audio. The first inning thing is brutal. I mean, it, it's tough to say what's going on up there. I mean, it's it's all mental. All you opener people get out of here because this first inning is still going to be his first inning. Um, so let, let's move past that. Um, it's tough, man. But, I mean, his, his next start is going to be at Boston. And, I mean, we, we saw him turn it up for Boston earlier this year. And, Jim, the thing, the thing that's nuts about this is the fact that his two starts before this were good. 
But in our heads, they're still so skewed because the first inning thing is driving us nuts that people are like, oh boy, Paxton, I, I think it's time to call him a bust. And it's like, you know what? If he pitches a good game against Boston next week, what are you going to be saying? Because you're going to look in three of his last four starts are going to be really good. And if he beats Boston, I mean, that's that's how you earn the most clout in this. So I, I don't know. I think people need to come off of that a little bit. But it's super frustrating. He couldn't get ahead of a single batter. And I, I don't know. Now people are talking about the knee again. Um, but it just seemed like every at-bat he was in a 2-0 count. He'd throw one great pitch to, like, get back into the at-bat, and then he'd struggle again. So it was... Uh, I'm, I'm just not his day. Yeah, it's frustrating, man. I mean, like you said, he, he he had four out of his last five were good. So if he has a good outing here, I'm sitting here saying, hey, we're on our way. Paxton's like doing doing good right now. Instead, it's the most depressed Rockies team. Actually, in, in between game two and three, the Rockies DFA'd Mark Reynolds. They sent down Senzatella. They brought up two new guys. Um Bud Black got ejected in game two, and they did come back from being down 9 nothing to 9-5. So there were signs of life. There were signs of like a boiling point. So I did think the Rockies, I said this on the pregame show, I think they're going to come out kind of with a good game right now because it, they had reached rock bottom. So they just needed to go up a little bit. Uh, but, I, but it's still they, a team that Paxton should have shut down given all the situations and, or at least competed. Like, that's what I said. Like, at least compete. He didn't. It's a non-competitive outing from Paxton, which I've seen too many of. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, Paxton's garbage. It's, it's not like people always want to push me one way or the other. Right. Uh, I have faith he can be good going forward. But it's going to take a while for me to, to, like, trust him. Yeah. And it's, I, I mean, that's. Volume. It, it's. I mean, that's where it's so it's so baseball Susan. I mean, you know, if if James if he goes out and he pitches four gems in his next four games, we're gonna be stoked. And James back, people are gonna be saying, "Is he? Hey, could could he be our one starter in the playoffs?" Um, so I there's still so much of this season, Jim. The trade deadline has not happened, and there's gonna be two months of baseball after this. So whatever you're thinking about a guy can still change on its head. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, it's not, the Yankees are not happy with what they've gotten from Paxton at this point. No, no, and I don't think Paxton's happy with what he's gotten from Paxton. What about his wife? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think they're enjoying I don't think she, New York. Yeah, I don't think she puts a lot of pressure on him to perform. Wow, Jim. She's a fan no matter what, by his side no matter what. Oh, yes, I think that's a much better way to say it. Yeah. She's not going to ream him out for having a bad game. She loves him. Well, you don't know that. This is what I think. She loves him. You don't know that. She's a great wife. A lot of people are not happy with you right now. I was going to make a comment about your future wife. Okay. But now that you have, like, Jess and, like, you're in a long-term relationship. Right. It does seem ruder. Oh, yeah. And they've always been. No, when we were younger. No, 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 no. They've always been. When there was no prospects. No out. When there were prospects, it was funny to make jokes about your future wife. No out. Yeah. A little out. No zero out. You Always wanna... extremely rude. No. Not yes. A... No. Completely and fully. Not always. So you just lean into the mic. We, uh, think... Here's an inside scoop. Coley scoop, Harvey. Coley Harvey, friend of the yeah. program, beat reporter. 
uh, for ESPN.com. Interviewed Jake and I. He's writing a little feature on us. I hope, unless like after the interview, he was like, "Fuck that." Then yeah, then I think that not. was I think that was a prank. He's not, but we uh, we went to the stadium. We talked to him for a while about everything. Jake, we we're trying to explain that I've always just done stuff. Oh like, my I've god! Always, like my this cre- was like my, cre- my creative outlet has always been to just make weird videos, Jimmy, and time weird out. stuff. Yeah. If if you're listening to the podcast and you're either you're driving or you're working out or you're at work and like you just kind of hear the words coming through, uh, boink, like you're going to want to listen right now. Well, anyway, so we're trying to explain that. And Jake's like, we went on a road trip. Jake and I drove cross country in 2014, brought GoPros and a video camera and we filmed everything along the way because I knew I wanted to make like a, a video out of it. Jake didn't know what the video was going to be. So after the road trip, I, uh, I give Jake like a DVD of the video and it's an hour long documentary. And I, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote narration and I had my other friend narrate it. And it's, um, it's a documentary for Jake's son. Um, so he can learn about his dad cause Jake has died and Coley I, Harvey laughed so hard. Yeah. I'd never seen someone laugh harder when we told him that's what it was. And then he kind of felt bad for laughing because it's about you dying. Like Coley, it's on knew this YouTube co- channel for Rex Storielli. Coley knew coming in that, like, you know, this was going to be an interview, but obviously we're going to be silly and have some fun moments. When that happened, the the wall was broken. He he let out a pretty good cackle because again, I was on a road trip with two of my friends, and Jimmy was recording like everything we did, all these pit stops. I was like, man, this is going to be a memory forever. And he goes, all right, man, I, I just finished it. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting all excited. There's one of my buddies narrating it with a corn cob pipe. Did he yeah, have a pipe? He had a corn cob pipe. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was to my, to my son Rex, which I haven't, you know, I haven't fully done the name things, but I'm leaning away from the name Rex. Um, and I have passed away. So, so Yeah. And here we are, number two and five on the podcast charts. <laughs> Did that for no audience at all, just literally so for I can- nobody. Sh- for nobody, just so I can laugh at it myself. For nobody. Spent Which, like um, four hours recording the narration. While probably we're on spent, this avenue- Probably spent a week editing the video. While we're on this avenue, I, I'll get this out of the way. Uh, next up, or I guess I could do it for voicemails. I didn't think about that. Um, I'll, I'll butter. I didn't agree to it. But I'll butter. <laughs> I said that if we broke uh, if we broke top ten in the rankings, Jake would do an episode while holding two peeled sticks of butter. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I've got no qualms with that. I I accept, <laughs> but you will have to be willing to do something in the future. So, you know what I'm really worried about now, Jake? The reviews. Me trying to use my computer while I've got butter in my hands. No, I'm worried about the reviews. It, we're we're okay. like it's more realistic that we're gonna break a thousand now. Oh, that's right. And you'd have to shave. Oh, that's okay. Perfect. So ex- now I'm now I'm excited to butter. I told Katie, I said, this is great, but we may break a thousand reviews before the season ends now, which means I have to shave my face. And she was scared because she'd never seen me with my face shaven. So she's not, ex- there's not a little of her that's excited for that? No, she seemed zero excited, which means she might leave me. Um, okay. And for anyone listening, Jake agreed that he would uh, tape 
my shaved face, my hair onto his face and wear my yeah. beard on his, on his yeah. face. I mean, that's, that's kind of win-win for me. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen. I thought there was no fucking way we'd get a thousand reviews before the season ended. I also didn't yeah. think that we'd ever be number two podcast in the sports section. Let's go on to the next section of show. It is brought yes. to you by, oh, is it brought to you by anyone, Jake? It is brought to us by someone in, hey, <laughs> Mazer Gaming. You guys up. I think I just spilled a little bit of beer, but that happens every podcast. Um, Mazer Gaming, our our guys, and hey, good timing for them because we're uh, we're kind of blowing up. So hey, maybe we'll tie it to Mazer Gaming a little bit. Um, if, if you're into gaming at all, Fortnite. You used to play The Sims back in the day. You're like Jimmy. You used to play a little PlayStation Tony Hawk. You've got a little gamer in you. You still do. You get competitive. I go on Rocket League. I, I, I yell at little kids a little bit. That's on me, and I get that. Mazer Gaming, they're good dudes. I think we're going to be they, – they're coming out with a graphic. They're giving away Yankees tickets, um, and all you have to do is follow them. And I, I, think, I think a tweet, but, like, that's it. Um, so go, go check them out, um, Mazer Gaming. Their website is mazer.gg. Um, yeah. which I think stands for good game. Um, what do you think it stands for? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. That's You always lean that way. I see their followers going up, and I see a couple of you couple of you Yankee names I, I know following them, so we appreciate that. Go follow them on Twitter, at MazerHQ, at MazerHQ. They're, uh, they're partners with us. They, they like our vibe. We like their vibe. Um, if you're into gaming at all, just go check them out. Hey, Judge hit a home run, and they had the, the sideways shot of his swing. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And I, I wanted to caption it, caption it, mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Do you right. think I can do that? Uh, you can. Do you think I people mean, uh, will, will be upset? Do you think people know that song? I think people would like it normally. I think a couple people outside of your normal realm would like it. And then you'd probably come back and say something else that would make them not like it. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. I think All I right. thought it was a good caption, but I deleted it. All right, on to awards. Yeah, I guess we'll go to awards now. This awards. is the award segment of the show. Awards. Jake, Jake gets to go first because he mixes pleasure on Sundays like a heathen. That's how we remember that Jake goes on Sundays. He does well, not take the day to himself. He does well, pleasure on Sundays. He's a heathen. Jake, first award we give out is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Who is your pride of the Yankees for this three-game set versus the Colorado Rockage? Jim, are there some great candidates or what? Jim, you know what, man? I'll drop bombs on them. I'll do it. My pride of the Yankees, a sentence I never thought I would say, my pride of the Yankees is Mike Talkman. Wow. I'm he, doing it. He would have been mine. If you didn't take him, I was taking him. I'm doing it. Um, I mean, four for seven in, in, his, in his games played, couple ribbies, five runs. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's almost unbelievable. <laughs> Outfield assist, hustle double. Outfield assist, stolen bases, Jim, um, against his old team um, as the Rockies are, are kind of bottoming out. And, uh, I, I mean, he played great out there. And, Jim, uh, I mean, like I was telling you, I mean, he's actually been, like, really solid for a while. And I think 
No, I, I heard Paul O'Neill, who, uh, if you've been listening, you know my crush on Paul O, because I think he has like a good version of my brain, slash he was a professional athlete I idolized for years. Um, but he, he said a couple huge things, because Ruko, Ruko was like, so what's been different with Mike Talkman, Paul? And he goes, honestly, he just, he looks confident like he belongs, which if you look at the original games Mike Talkman came up, he looked. He genuinely looked scared in the box, and like he wasn't swinging. It I remember. I remember. I, would, I kept giving him like the "Who are you?" award. What's your approach? I have no idea what you're trying to do. You don't look like you're having an attempt at an at bat right now. I mean, it was it it was honestly bizarre because you couldn't tell if he was trying to go like opposite field. You had no idea what he's doing, Jimmy. So after his first nine games, so he comes up, he plays nine games, and they're pretty brutal. Let's just be honest about it. So, Jim, 37 games. So, from April 16th. So, we're like cutting out the first, like, two weeks of the season. Since April 16th, 37 games played, 107 at-bats, 262 batting average, 352 on base, and 820 OPS. He's been, like, a really good player for the Yankees while playing really good defense um, at all three outfield positions. Mike Talkman has been legit for us. And the other thing that Paul O'Neill was saying, besides his confidence, he's just leaned into his role. Yeah. Like, he's he's not up on the major league team like, hey, these these could be my last four at-bats up here. I, I better try to hit a home run every time to make an impression. No, he's, like, playing his game right now, which is solid defense, putting together a solid at-bat. If you hang a pitch, he's going to pull it and, and hit it out of the park. He can do that. And, I, I mean, Mikey T, I'm, I'm happy for the kid. I know you've got the fever big time. Yeah, he's making me giddy, and and I, and I think it's a real. For a while, I kept saying, I don't know if I ironically like him or or like him for real right now, but what you kind of just summed it up best. He's playing his role. He might be off the team for Cameron Maben. I think that's probably the, that is the logical move since Cameron Maben doesn't have options. So and Mikey Talkman does, and that's a bummer for him. But he goes from a guy who won he won the uh, MF award four times this season already, Jake. Two from wow. you and two from me. Yeah. And this is, do you know, this, this is his 10th award on the season. He's a fun guy to give an award to. Here are some of the awards. Oh, right. this is mean. Oh, shit. Some of these are mean. Yeah. In, uh, in the fifth series of the season, I gave him the I can't wait to say goodbye award. Yikes, Jimmy. Then you gave him the who do you think you are award. Good question. <laughs> then you gave him the same on same award because he crushes lefties as a lefty. Right, positive award. I gave Thank him you. the showcase award because I think he may be the last piece. Like Cashman offers it, trying to sprinkle the pot, and they're like, "Right, that we don't. I don't really like that flavor sprinkle, but sure, put it on." Right. Uh, and then you gave him the superhero award, and now he's winning your pride of the Yankees, Mikey T. What a story. and. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, and I, I mean, things kind of add up. I, we mentioned the reverse splits. If you don't know, Mike Talkman's hitting three eighty five against lefties. Um, which is insane. He's starting to hit against righties. He's he's uh, or I mean he's he hit his sixth home run of the season today. All six are against righties. And Jim, the other thing that's kind of big that again we get away from like being an athlete and like think about it as your actual workplace, dude. When Mikey T came up, Tyler Wade was pissed at him because um, yeah. he thought he was going to be. A lot of the guys on the team are still really close with Tyler Wade. And I think a lot of the guys on the team, Jim, if you remember, nobody la- talked to him. Yeah, no one talked to him, and they laughed at him when he got really excited after he hit a double. 
Right, he hit the double, and they all started like smirking at each other. Now, like R two C two, they did the Game of Thrones thing. Like they know who Mikey T is, and he's he's a part of the team. And I I genuinely think that's a big thing. Yep. Well, it is. They always talk about the culture and stuff. All right, my pride of the Yankees. He was pride of the Yankees last week. From you, I am giving it to him today. It is Edwin Encarnacion, the parrot baby, the parrot. I mean, he had seven RBIs on the series, Grand Slam, three RBIs in game two. I mean, this dude's good. He he sees the most pitches on the team now, if you count his stats for both for his entire year, uh, not just on the Yankees, but, like, you know, for Seattle and, oh, we got an Eddie wow. fan behind him. Young, a young fan. Seven RBIs, three hits. That Grand Slam was huge at the time. We were down two, so swings the game from being down two to being up two. And it was with two strikes and kind of just lunged and took it. So uh, Eddie's yeah, still doing good nuts. things. What's that? That was nuts where he hit that ball. Yeah, it was crazy. So I'm, uh, I'm giving Eddie my pride. Two series in a row, he gets the pride. You gave it to him last week. I mean, he, he's been hitting big home runs, and that's how that's how you become <laughs> beloved in this town. Um, Jimmer, do you know how many home runs he has on the season? Edwin? Yes. I'm going to guess 27. 29 home runs. Two more than what I guessed. Jimmy, uh, when he hits his next home run. Yep. It'll be his 30th. Ask me more math will, questions. That will be his 30th home run. Um, that's a great call by you. <laughs> that's a, that's some, that's some Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter's rubbing off on you. Thank you. Um, Jim, that will be his ninth or his eighth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. His eighth straight season with 30 home runs. He has the most home runs out of any player in all of the 2010s. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, and I know we've been sending shot fires, and he still hasn't been incredible. Like his batting average with the Yanks is around like one seventy or one eighty, um, but he he had a slump, and it's still a small sample size. This dude can hit. He's he's our cleanup hitter right now, and we're confident in him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he smiles real big when he goes through the dugout, like real big, and then he doesn't smile the rest of his life. I'll say this. Edwin, I know you're listening. You're a big fan, and I love you. Know how you look back. Like, we, they show the highlights of Paul O'Neill playing, and you're like, was this filmed on a napkin? What happened? Like, I was alive during this, and I watched this, and I thought it was fine. Know how you look back, and you see some athletes, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that guy was an athlete in that generation. I think 20 years from now, we're going to look back at Edwin and be like, I, that guy hit the most home runs? Wow, so mean. I'm so mean. That's so mean. I'm so bad. Yeah. Can't believe you just try to give Edwin the pride award and you got to call him a lazy slob. I Well, okay, those are the words you use. So just now you, th you think that way? No, I think he's probably all muscle. Wow, John Boy calls Edwin Encarnacion a lazy slob. Okay, let's move on to the MF wow. award. Let's pick everything up. Let's pick things up. Let's pick things up here. Pick things up. Jake, motherfucker award. You Yankee motherfucker. I'll pick it up real quick. It's James Paxton, man. What did he even do wrong? Dude, it's just, um, 
Uh, the first inning thing sucks and really is a mind f. As I make friends here in the airport, it 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 sucks. I mean, I I think before this start he had the worst first inning ERA, and then afterwards he had like the third best in baseball, and that drives you nuts. Again, and I this this will just be my my quick positive spin, people. There's a lot of season to still be decided, and in the bigger games that have mattered. He's still been good. So don't be ready to write off James Paxson just yet. But I, at the same time, you can be very mad at him because he, he has been disappointing to a degree up to this point. Yeah, I already said a lot of, a lot of what I'm going to say on Paxson. Disappointed, frustrated, but because it's there. He can be so good. Starting to get frustrated is good. Frustrating. He's very frustrating. All right, my MFR is going to, because you took the easy one. Right. Gary Sanchez. Wow. I don't give Gary motherfuckers lightly if you're a new listener. Wow. I am a, a, a big Gary fan, big yeah. Gary defender. A lot of people like to be like, you're so biased. And it's like, well, I'm a Yankee fan, so I don't really, of right. course I am. Anyway. We like the Yankees. Gary's in a, in a slump that has lasted long enough. And he needs to have a good road trip. He needs to have a good road trip versus the Twins and, the, and Red Sox. And maybe the Red Sox can get him out. I hope we see hope we see Price, a little slump buster. But I hope he gets out of his slump before that. His last 12 games, Jake, which is all of July, it's a 133 yeah. batting average, a 220 on base percentage, and a 224 slugging. It's not good. He had a couple hits that were, were, were big hits in the games that they took place. But he looks bad. And um, if he has a bad road trip, it get, it's going to get so loud. My problem with it getting so loud is what's the action? If you're going to complain about something, it needs to be something. No, this isn't totally true, but there's no action. Like we can say Gary's slumping, but there's zero chance Romine takes over as starter. There's zero chance they trade for another catcher who becomes the starter. So there's no real action involved to complaining about Gary Sanchez this season. So all you can do is say, wow. Gary's hitting bad. I hope he picks it up. Yeah, and it's um, I, I mean, he's he's in a bad way at the plate right now. I, I saw a fastball today that I was Oof. like, I I pictured when hot Gary was up, and I was like, that ball would be on the moon. And uh, right now, Gary's Gary's not even touching it. Um, and Jimmy, uh, yeah, I guess the only action item that could come from anything action item. Wow, I'm back. I'm back in the business world. Um, the only action item would be giving Gary like. Know how when Gary was hot, like we started playing him like day game after night game and stuff like that? You just kind of go back to catcher protocol. Like if he plays the night game, just give Romine the next day. You just do that right now until he gets hot again. Yeah, yeah. Just a little more refreshers and stuff like that. I agree. I just I just hope he let's have a let's have a big road trip. Let's have a big road trip. I don't want to give Gary the motherfucker award. Yeah. I wonder if I, how many times I have. I think I have. I think I, I think I have a lot. But when push comes to shove, shove it happens. When push comes to shove. Okay. The Jake Stauriali story. Okay. Isn't that your biography name? When push comes to shove. Putting from the rough. Oh, forgot about that. Forgot Putting about from that. the rough. All right, you're up first for a regular old awards. Jimmy, I'm gonna go with the ice, the ice cream man. Wow, you got a crying baby behind you. They don't seem to like baby. that. I, I think I'm going to get them involved. The Ice Cream Man is the first award 
And it is the first time you've given out this award, I think. Oh, yes. I mean, it is prestigious. Yeah. But well, yeah. Still the first time it's come out. So let me let me try and dissect this a little bit. When the ice cream man comes by, the music comes on. You're excited. All the kids come running. Oh, the ice cream man's right. here. The ice cream man's here. You get there. He's pretty slovenly. He's pretty gross. You don't really want to talk to him. You're like, oh, okay. Spends his life in an ice cream Spends truck. his life in an ice cream truck. You just give me that ice cream and let me get out of here. So it's like very exciting on the surface, but then a little disappointing. But then you walk away excited. Uh, this is going to, um, I have no idea. No idea. It goes to David Hale. You're I want to fight What's up, you, dude. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. You well, want you want to talk about the ice cream man? Let's hear you talk talk about how angry you are. I'm so angry because my first award was uh, "Sorry about your umbrella" award, and that's a hail joke. A hailstorm came on through. So- sounded like one hail of a joke. See, you're getting it. Um, a. Umbrellas won't do anything against hail. You should have done like a car damage award or something. That's why I said sorry about your umbrella because you're an idiot. The rain turned to hail. Your umbrella got ruined. Yeah, no, I don't. Any, no one would do that. Um, oh, I've so, done right, it. The damage car award. Well, you're you're a fool. Um, David Hale, because Jim, ice cream. One of the features that comes with ice cream is the cone. David Cone has been on this since day one about David Hale. And Jimmy Hale has been incredible. Jim, let's let's that, let's do our time out. Your brain's wired crazy. You, David Cohn, has been on a, <laughs> the Ice Cream Man. Oh, I tried. I try to get further and further away from it because I like that you guess on it. So I'm just going to get as extended as possible and see if we can get you on my brain movies. Um, Jim, how, how about his last nine games? I got all the stats because I was giving him a award. Twelve innings pitched, zero earned runs. Twelve point one. Jimmy, let's go back further, shall we? Yeah. Do the whole season. It's impressive. 15 games, um, which he's appeared in 17, but, you know, uh, Jakey Stats likes to have fun. 24 innings, his last 15 games, 24.1 innings, a 1.85 ERA. I mean, that's elite. And, I mean, on the season as a whole, his ERA is at 2.23, which is also still elite. Um, Jim, the, the Yank, well, A, we know how volatile relievers are. Um, R.I.P. Jonathan Holder. Ho, ho, you come back soon, Dad. Um, no, you're not, because David Hale has been killing it. Um, and, and the Yankees clearly found something, and he clearly found something, because the mile per hours are up. It all adds up. Coney was kind of on this first, and I think we were all kind of laughing when he was broadcasting. Like, I really like this guy. We and were on like, first. Right. Spring training, 2018. We did like his one spring training game we saw, but David Cohn had a little more skin in the game at that point. Hale's been great, dude. Yeah. It's crushing umbrellas left and right. Says no one. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to have to make up a second award on the fly, but my other award was right. uh, the Third Branch Award. Which, the third branch, okay. I'm so not, I'm not excited about I, this word either. I know this. You're talking about the three branches of government. Yeah. And the guy who's, I mean, government, uh, people who rule on the government, there's judges involved in that, the Supreme Court and stuff. It goes there and judge. Next award. It goes to Branch Ricky for all he did in the sport of baseball. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you, Branch. I was reading about him today, and I was like, wow. And he was the third, 
It was Branch Rickey the third. So what a terrible guess by you. I wish you saw how much lead got put in my pencil by Paul O'Neill strictly referring to Tim Raines as rock. <laughs> I love that so much. The third branch award goes to Aaron Judge. Wow, I did it? Yeah, you did it. I'm it was hot. pretty easy. Okay, you say that now. Judge's stats on the season, 298, 425, 543, 968 OPS, which is very good. 298 batting average, very good. 425 on base percentage, very good. 545 slugging, good. Hits a home run, three-run shot. Did he, he got a hit in each series, which you guys know I love that. When I give awards, I want to look for a guy who contributed in every game. A walk and a hit in game three. A walk and a hit in game two. A walk, two walks and a hit in game one. Um, had a good series. Is having a good year. They Some funky numbers came out, like he has no home runs to left field at all. And then the next day, they're like, but no one throws him inside pitches at all. So, yeah, adds and he- up. He hit that, didn't he hit the deep double to left field? Am I, yeah. Or not left field, but left center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's having a really good year. I know it's still not a lot of uh, games, but those numbers are impressive. And he had a good series. And the Sox thing was cool. He strikes out at a ball underneath yeah. his knees, comes back the next at bat, puts the Sox above his knees. That pitch was so low that he got struck and rung up on. It's, uh, it, it really is laughable. I'm a... Uh... Jim, I'm I'm getting so close to robo umps, um, because I got mad today because today's home plate umpire was the best ump in the major leagues. I f- I forget he had a weird name. It was Vic Mazuna, Mick Mick Fasoli. Um, none of those names are right, but he he's the best in the major leagues, and he gets them at a ninety five percent clip. And Jimmy, that's still like that's like missing fifteen pitches a game, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And I, I just think those <laughs> hot take from Jake. Ooh, um, ooh, those those fifteen pitches could be really important. Um, so yeah, Jakey, uh, Jakey Robots is sneaking up. Wow, because robots could overtake you easily. Jimmy, he has a two point six WAR this season. In well, this was before today. So in forty two games, he had a two point six WAR which essentially would mean if he played like a full season, he'd be on pace for like a nine-war year. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. He's really good at baseball. Which is like MVP level, and some people don't think he's playing well. He's, at, he's as good at baseball as I am hot currently in this room with no air conditioning, no fans. You're telling me. Well, let, let me get to my next award because I, I, I actually got to catch the plane soon, I think. Um, Jim, I'm giving out the Sticks Award. Wow. Wow, I love when you give this one out. The Sticks Award. Sticks goes to Paul O'Neill for being the best drummer in the Yankees organization. Ooh, close. Hicks for hitting balls to the sticks. That would be too obvious. Yeah, that would be lame. Everyone would be so mad at you. Jake gives out the worst awards. Jim, Sticks had the hit song, Mr. Roboto, which... A, I think I've mentioned before, but when I used to rake bunkers on a golf course is one of my first jobs. When that song came on, I would kick into gear. That's your, like, get stuff done? 
there was two songs. It was Mr. Roboto, just like that would get me going. And the other one was Baby It's Cold Outside because I'd be sweating my dith off in a bunker. So that was just ironic. Um, but, Why were you? Who was playing the music? It's an iPod, dude. What do you think's happening at the golf course? I don't. I don't know why you're why you are putting on "Baby It's Cold Outside" while you play while you're working at a golf. It was an course. iPod Shuffle, bro. Oh, I never had one of those. So you can only put two hundred songs on there. So I'm obviously gonna have "Baby It's Cold Outside" on there and Mr. Roboto because I have the worst taste in music ever. Jim, the award goes to DJ Lemayhew um, against his old team. I'd pay um, so much money to see that full two hundred list. That's probably atrocious. Oh my god, it has to be pathetic. This would be the saddest two hundred songs. Um, you're yeah, too, I'll, I'll see if I you're too highlighted for Mr. Roboto and a Christmas song I'm telling you bud it's a rough brain some people have bad knees I have a bad brain um, LeMahieu was killing it against his old team uh, hit in every game you said you love that already um, he scored a run in every game yup um, I mean 6 for 13 5 runs 3 RBIs and uh, Jim I, I know you and I I forget if it was on Talking Baseball or maybe it was the voicemail up. Um, uh, Sterling, your guy, called him his MVP today. Yeah, I posted that on the Jay Sterling account. So, I, I mean, the, the dude's having a special year. He uh, he could have gotten a pride. He did not. LeMahieu. Okay. LeMahieu. The machine. The machine. Robots are machines. My next and last and final award yes sir is the mm. and i'm making this up as i go because i had hail lined up right is the you can do that award okay here we go question enjoy it, St- enjoy it Stephen tarpley yeah Stephen tarpley three inning six k's no it's more than that he pitched on the third game as well yeah so it's 4.1 innings pitched, zero earned runs, seven Ks. But the three innings in one game, I, he was a closer in the minor leagues. Yeah. I was like, you can go three? I mean, I, I'm picturing that in my head as like the fun moment, like Tarpley's on the team, he's throwing well. Boone looks after, at him after the first inning like, hey, you got one more, kid? Tarpley's like, yes, sir, Mr. Boone. Has Tarpley the- goes out, throws the second. Comes back, and Booney's like, hey, kid, you're throwing the ball good. If you want to go back out there, you can. Yes, sir, Mr. Boone. Did it. Has the back end of our bullpen been really good? I mean, Sess is coming off a good outing. Tarpley's coming off two good outings. Hailstorm is wrecking umbrellas left and right. And uh, there's one other person. Oh, Nestor, but he got he's off the team now. But he got kicked out. I mean, Chad is almost a part of that. <laughs> He's been really good. No, no, um, no, no. The front end of our bullpen is just deep. Right. I, it depends how you look at it. If you, you tell me things. that Chad's part of the back end of the bullpen, I'll shove an umbrella down your throat. I mean, it just if you're going by literal quantity, I'm not. Chad would technically be the back end. So that's why I'm clarifying well, for, and this, Kentucky for the would people be in that the have north. brains at home. Um Jim, there was a stat today said on the broadcast um, that the Yankees hadn't lost a game by more than two runs since like mid-June or something or early June. I think it was early June. Um, Is that a real stat? 
I I believe so. I mean, I can try to get there before you can. You've given out so many fake stats, so it's just like that's not true. I I'm okay with my. Stats, All right, here are their last mix- here are their last losses: five to four, two to one, two to one, four to three, four to two, nine to four. Versus Houston loss June twenty third. So, um, I I guess, and that's Paul O'Neill said it, and it makes a lot of sense. But that's because that's your pitching is good because you don't. If your pitching is good, you're going to be there. If your pitching is bad, you're going to lose a couple games ugly. So that's, uh, I think that's a part of it. Yeah. So 20-game 20, 20 stretch with no losses by more than two runs. It's impressive. It's impressive. It's impressive. Not bad. Not bad. All right. We got big series coming up. Twins are coming up after that. Sir. Red Sox. We're excited. We have the voicemail episode coming tomorrow, 908-845-5792. 908-845-9752, I say with confidence. Nailed it. I'm expecting a lot of no. voicemails. Intern Luke's Isn't it 5-7? Isn't it Chad Green? Isn't he 57? Yeah. 5792. There you go. 845-5792. Yes. Yeah. Uh... So, thank you guys for joining. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for all the reviews and all the Patreon love and uh, getting us to number two. That was very cool. We'll see how this thing goes, but it's looking like uh, looking like it's going to be a fun end of the season. I am excited. Call in for the voicemail up. If you're new after that, we have uh, voicemail ups. Kind of fun, kind of quirky, kind of like very opinion-based. And then we do a stats episode with Katie Sharp, Queen of Stats, which is much more informative and real numbers and quantitative stuff like that. And then we'll be back with the twins recap. If you want to listen to our pregame show, it's currently on YouTube. Jake, I did make the pregame show for the rest of this season. Testing it out will be on the podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, and all that. Just to test it out. See if people would rather listen to it there than YouTube. Yeah. It's, it's its own it's its own podcast. So you're gonna have to talk type talking like pregame show into whatever app you use. It should be up everywhere besides the iTunes podcast app, but it should be up there in a couple days. Delightful. I got to catch a plane. <laughs> All right. Jake's out of here. He's got to catch a plane. We'll be back tomorrow with the voicemail episode. Thank you guys for listening. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>